Hello and welcome. This is Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy in New York City, speaking to you from the church of Stop Shopping. Well, we're in a state of disbelief, aren't we, Earth activists? Woo! The Earth is violently shaking off humanity in full force. My God, the heat waves, the fire, the flood, the starvation. The earth is tossing humanity aside. And we are feeling helpless. Those of us who've, you know, risked arrest and marched and rallied, and sh we are living inside an economy that is dominated by the very institutions that put the carbon in the air. Somehow, somehow, these enormous institutions are still respected. Nobody's getting to them. They think they're doing the right thing. They're being patriotic or they're steadying the economy. They're leading. I'll tell you how they led the way of gutting the Paris Climate Agreement. Since 2016, their fossil investments add up to something like $5 trillion. That's $5,000 billion. What we, we can't even wrap our heads around that. All I see is thousands upon thousands of people working full-time, killing themselves and killing the rest of us, the more than human relatives in life, the animals and the plants. Let's work together now to accept that we have to do something new. Our activism must take a new, a new form. It's time to be inventive, to create. And our teacher is the earth. Despite the violence, let's walk toward the disasters and learn what the earth is doing. The earth is the activist. The earth is the government. The is the economy, is the culture. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. Let's follow the earth. Earth hallelujah.
fabulous unknown. I want to talk to you a moment about the riddle of our time. And we believe in the Earth Church. And we believe that the Earth is alive. There's the Earth right back there. The Earth is intelligent, conscious. The Earth is made of many other living beings, made of other living beings, made of other living beings, down to the thousands of unnameable animals inside of our guts here at the tables, and all the way back up again. Ursaluya. Ursaluya. Isn't it incredible? Praise be. The intelligence that follows us, whatever form it takes, might not resemble human beings. The earth has been through five of these. This is the sixth hyper-evolutionary, hyper-mass extinction episode going back 450 million years. Life always lived through those episodes. Regardless of how much fire and earthquakes, at one point the whole earth was a ball of ice. Life made it all the way through and will again. Will again. to transition the emissions from lending and investment activities to align with pathways to net zero in 2050. Do you know uh, what the International Energy Energy um, Agency has said is required to meet our global 2050 net zero targets of limiting global temperature rise to 2.7 degrees Fahrenheit or 1.5 degrees Celsius? So no new fossil fuel production starting today. That's So that's like zero. So I would like to ask all of you and go down the list, because again, you all have agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products? Mr. Diamond. Absolutely not. And that would be the road to hell for America. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Sir, you know what? Everybody that got relief from student loans has a bank account with your bank should probably take out their account and close their account. The fact that you're not even there to help relieve many of the folks that are in debt, extreme debt, because of student loan debt, and you're out there criticizing it. Ms. Frazier, how about you? Uh, we will continue to invest in uh, and support clients who are investing in fossil fuels and in, uh, in helping them transition to cleaner energies. Welcome back to Riggs, reporting on your favorite climate villains at the Fossil Fuel Awards. A stranger to no one, especially not fossil fuel executives, this man has financed hundreds of billions in fossil fuel projects, making his bank the largest fossil fuel investor in the world. It's Jamie Dimon, the chairman and CEO of JP Morgan Chase Bank, a champion for oil and gas, 
Diamond said in a recent client call that boosting natural gas production in the United States was not at odds to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Hilarious! Who knew he was a comedian on the side? JP Morgan Chase has spent over $317 billion in fossil fuel financing, 33% more than any other bank since the Paris Agreement was adopted. Diamond is up for a fossil fuel award for being a superb greenwasher who publicly pays lip service to renewables while privately worsening the climate crisis and mocking the pursuit of a renewable future. This fossil fool is playing us for fools, proving that money talks louder than the people and the planet. Earth is our government. Earth is our God. Earth is our economy. Earth is our church. We listen to Earth and then we go back to the old institutions. We go to the president and the generals and the holy fathers and the doctors of thinking and we get no response. Then we return to the Earth and await further instructions. We know that life itself is the best strategist. Earth speaks to us every day. The natural disasters are hard lessons. The silence of extinct life is a sorrowing Earth. What Earth knows is almost entirely unknown to us. The unknowable Earth is everything that we believe. It is all the commandments. It is common sense. It is where compassion comes from. We put personalities on Mount Olympus to represent it. We pray to the watery fire that creates a child inside our loved one. We dance all night. Now Earth is our only celebrity. Earth is the only famous being that matters at all. Human history was made triumphing over Earth. Now Earth makes history. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. Farm workers are largely unprotected against heat-related illnesses. They are 35 times more likely to die from heat exposure than workers in other sectors, according to the National Institutes of Health. An estimated 2.4 million people work on farms and ranches nationwide, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This population, mostly Latino, is roughly equal to the population of Chicago. About half are undocumented. Nearly four in ten farm workers are unwilling to file a complaint against their employer for non-compliance in the workplace, mostly out of fear of retaliation or losing their job. A month after fires ravaged the island of Rhodes in Greece in July 2023, more fires have ripped through the country this week as southern Europe swelters under a late summer heat wave. Hot, dry, and windy conditions have seen dozens of wildfires break out across Greece, with the most severe entering its fourth day and encroaching on the northeast port city of Alexandrupoli. 
In Athens, Mount Parnita, a protected wildlife area widely known as the Lungs of Athens, is threatened by fire. The park is normally a respite for city dwellers, especially as the heat of Greek summers has tipped to dangerous extremes. The wild forest land is home to more than 1,000 species of plants and animals, including red deer and wolves. This summer's fires are the largest wildfires on record. The British Antarctic Survey suggests there was a 100% reproduction failure at four of five emperor's penguin breeding sites in Antarctica last year, as thousands of penguin chicks drowned or froze when the ice disintegrated in the Bellingshausen Sea area. Four out of the five colonies failed. The penguins rely on the ice frozen to land remaining stable into late December and January, the austral summer, because that's when the chicks acquire their waterproof plumage. Researchers estimate there are about 600,000 emperor penguins spread around Antarctica in about 60 colonies. The colonies in the Bellingshausen Sea area only comprise about 4% of that total. But there have been other recent catastrophic breeding failures, including at Halley Bay in the Weddell Sea, where between 14,000 and 25,000 breeding pairs gathered each year in what until recently was the world's second largest colony. But starting in 2016, for three years in a row, the sea ice around Halley Bay also broke up earlier than usual, resulting in the death of almost all chicks at the now decimated colony. The timing of Antarctic sea ice melt is closely linked to other Antarctic ecosystems and life forms, including plankton, which is the base of the global ocean food chain. New research has revealed the depths warm water-loving reef sharks will go in their search for food. An international team of scientists tracked silver-tip sharks diving as far as 750 meters below the ocean's surface. A trio of ecologists and marine biologists at the University of California has found that coyotes are a more consistent consumer of marine fauna in intertidal habitats along California's shores than previously thought. The study involved 40 motion-sensing cameras along California's Gaviota coast. The researchers were surprised to see how many coyotes visited the shorelines and how much seafood the coyotes caught and ate. Coyotes are not known to be tidal fishers. Researchers also identified many other visitors to the area as well, such as feral pigs, deer, bobcats, mountain lions, and even black bears. Smaller animals included possums, skunks, and raccoons. A trio of psychologists at the Norwegian Research Center and the University of Bergen's Norway Center for Climate and Energy Transformation has found that the chief motivating factor that gets people to participate in climate activism is anger. Researchers sought to better understand why so little is being done to save the planet considering the magnitude of future repercussions. More specifically, they wondered what it takes to motivate people from merely thinking about climate change to actively engaging in activities that might result in pressuring governments and industry to take appropriate action. When respondents were asked which emotion was most likely to drive them to engage in climate activism, anger was cited most often, seven times as often as hope, which came in second. 
People who have recovered from a major depressive episode when compared with individuals who have never experienced one tend to spend more time processing negative information and less time processing positive information, putting them at significant risk for a relapse. The ESA NASA Solar Orbiter spacecraft has discovered a multitude of tiny jets of material escaping from the sun's outer atmosphere. Each jet lasts between 20 and 100 seconds and expels plasma at around 100 kilometers per second. These jets could be the long sought after source of the solar wind. The solar wind consists of charged particles known as plasma that continuously escape the sun. It propagates outwards through interplanetary space, colliding with anything in its path. When the solar wind collides with Earth's magnetic field, it produces the auroras. Although the solar wind is a fundamental feature of the sun, understanding how and where it is generated near the sun has proven elusive and has been a key focus of study for decades. A pair of public health researchers at the Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center have found that in the two months after China halted its zero COVID policy at the end of 2022, 1.87 million excess deaths occurred in that country. In their study, reported in JAMA Network Open, the group used obituary data from three Chinese universities along with other data obtained using the Baidu search engine regarding deaths in China likely due to COVID-19. The drought hit Panama Canal will maintain restrictions on the passage of ships for one year, a measure that has already led to a marine traffic jam as boats line up to enter the waterway linking two oceans. The canal, which operates with fresh water, is facing a shortage of rainwater needed to transfer ships through locks that function like water elevators, an engineering marvel that moves 6% of the world's maritime commerce up and over the continent between the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans. The canal's sub-administrator, Ilya Espino, told the media that unless heavy rains fall in the next three months, we are looking at a period of one year of restricted access. Each ship moving through the canal requires 200 million liters of fresh water to move it through the locks, provided by two artificial lakes which also supply drinking water to half the country of about 4.2 million people. The measures have caused a backup of ships waiting to enter the 50-mile byway. On Thursday, some 130 boats were waiting, compared to around 90 usually in the queue. Waiting times, usually between 3 and 5 days, have gone up to 19 days at times, though they currently stand at around 11 days. The canal opened in 1914, and more than a million boats have passed through. And now, the sounds of extinction, the bittern. The bittern is a thick-set heron with all-over, bright, pale, buffy-brown plumage, covered with dark streaks and bars. It flies on broad, rounded, bowed wings, a secretive bird, very difficult to see as it moves silently through reeds at water's edge, looking for fish. The males make a remarkable, far-carrying, booming sound in spring. In the United Kingdom, the restoration of natural processes in degraded wetlands and at former industrial landscapes has revived the iconic water bird. The bittern's booming call again sounds across the lakes and reed beds of many wetlands in England. 
including at former coal mines and gravel pits converted to nature reserves. It's a wonderful turnaround for a bird that 20 years ago was on the brink of extinction. Worldwide, wetlands are the most heavily degraded ecosystem type. 35% of natural wetlands have been lost since 1970, and of the 18,000 inland wetland-dependent species assessed for the IUCN Red List, about one quarter are globally threatened. And hear the sound of the bittern. Extinction is real, extinction is here. 
back again how many times haven't we responded to the fires and floods with a feeling of I don't believe this <laughs> this is unbelievable but I would counsel you that disbelief is how we remain stuck belief in the United States what but I think in a lot of Western countries, is belief is baked into us, and disbelief is just another kind of belief. I mean, the form, the knee-jerk habit of belief comes to us from colonialism, capitalism, consumerism, racism, sexism, all the isms, <laughs> and they're, the isms are it's the intersectionality of evil. They work together in a deep structure, hard to get out of it. And disbelief is, is just a lazy kind of belief. We're not passive because we're bad people. We're not passive because we're zombies. The imprint of fundamentalism is in us. And that's why in that initial song by the Stop Shopping Choir, the fabulous unknown, that is the natural world. That is the natural disasters. We don't know what life is. The Earth is coming at us right now. We don't have an explanation. Science doesn't explain it. Science is as surprised. Scientists are as surprised as the rest of us. Well, maybe that's an exaggeration, but you hear what I'm saying. Enter the Earth. The old Chinese saying, there's opportunity in crisis. <laughs> <laughs> 